Welcome back, everybody. This is Matt um, and Zach, our other board member that is with us quite often. Matt and Zach. Matt and Zach. It's just the two of us tonight. Um, Julia is off for the night. I, I think she's... That's bullshit. She's not off for the night. Her ass is at home putting the kids to bed. That is a lot of work. So shout yeah. out to the mamas and the daddies putting okay. the I, little brats to bed. I didn't mean she she's was... She's off from here. Yes. Yeah, there we go. But really, she's working much harder than she would be here. We are much easier to contain. And well, we handle. I, I don't know about contain, but um, we, we are... Yeah. So tonight, me and Zach... Well, today, I, I don't know when this will actually go out, but... Me and Zach are going to talk about the uh, the biggest elephant that's ever been in a room. <laughs> our uh, our Capitol building was um, I, I you know what I don't like to use I don't like to use hyperbolic terms right like oh I love hyperbole it's my I, favorite I, it's how I live I I know right like that's a, that yes right like that's how a lot of people live today I agree but. I don't like to use them, but on this one, I'm not going to use one. It was disgusting. It was absolutely just heinous, right? But it was, it was laughable. Right? Let me like, do a quick timeout, just in case you're listening to this, and it's not. Oh, true. Like, and it's not what it is. Uh, right? It's not two days uh, from now. Um, today is January 8th, 2021. Two days ago, on January 6th, 2021, when the United States Congress convened to count and certify the Electoral College votes, President Donald John Trump encouraged an armed mob to march on the Capitol building and an insurrection occurred in which a group of these individuals found it appropriate to overpower, kill and, a guard. Yeah, there, one of kill, the Capitol police. By the way, beat him with a fire extinguisher. All right, like I mean, I'm, I'm not like I said, I don't want to be hyperbolic. No, it was I, I don't. You're not, it's not. I, this is this is like I. I you know what? I'm. I'm one of those people where I actually did call out the dumbasses that were being violent this summer over the George Floyd protests, right? Like there, there were some really, really just stupid people that took advantage all over the country, right? Every major city had some pretty big things going on. Every one of them. Not a single one of those did I ever even feel as if there was a chance that that the law, right, like the law that, that we are all supposed to follow, I never felt like there was a chance that the law would actually not be able to contain them. Never once. Now this... And what we saw was um, an insurrection. I, I, I think... So you are now caught up, essentially, is what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Sorry. Uh, in fact, the Senate Majority Leader Charles D. Schumer of New York, New York reppin', um, <laughs> called it uh, another of the few days of infamy in America, and he was absolutely right. Uh, Donald Trump is the is a leader now of a terrorist cell. Uh, no, no, hold on. No, well, it is a terrorist organization, and he is the leader of it. I don't, actually, is, no, so I don't want to give him any of that, any of that credit. No. So you what? You think he's? I, I think he's a dumbass that has absolutely no control over the people that he supposedly leads. That that's really what I think. I mean, I, like it's not even a question of him. He has no control over anything. So you think he is the manifestation of? All of these dark, heinous things. Yes. This is just... He is hate and anger amplified into a person. At any rate, they'll do what they what he tells them to do, and they have proven that. Well, over I say, over. you know what, though? I'm... So... And I'm not... And now, fair, man, they're, they're going beyond him. And I'll say this also, just to be fair and clear. 
society know and love and respect many Republicans. Many. Uh, I have been saying for the past several years that their party has become hijacked by an ugly ultra-right group of radicals. Yesterday, or I'm sorry, two days ago proved that, you know. Um, uh, without without a so question. Today, I don't, and I don't so at think... this point, two days later, those Republicans who I know are good and loving and compassionate people and intelligent people have said, this was evil. Enough they is enough. Called him. They are, they no longer, they have said enough is enough and they're done. They're done with him. Anyone going forward who supports him. Th that's your call. You go ahead. Right? Like I, I, no, I mean, honestly, I want to know. Well, I At would this like point, to know. Here's, here's the line in the fucking sand. It is good to know where normally terrorists hide. It's good to know. These ones are really good. A lot of doesn't know where they are. And, and you know what? For the last two days, there are some people that certainly have been arguing that somehow this is justified because somebody pushed them to it. The same thing that I will say people have said on the left about what happened with George Floyd. Now, I, I personally think, uh, you know, a man being murdered is a bit more important than the idea of Donald Trump losing his election. I, I just do. I, I mean, because that man being murdered was just one of many that is a manifestation of the racism I, that you know, is inherent in so, American policy. So this is what I think the, the issue was with George Floyd. There are some major inherent biases. We just watched it happen when, you know, a bunch of cops flashed their badges because they were off duty to get into our, you know, actual capital, my capital, your capital. Oh, right? yes. Like, they, when these they, guys when they flashed stormed. their damn badges, yes. according to and some then, people. I mean, who knows if it's that's true, but I, I'm just, oh, my God, firefighters, all that. But we have, we just have to, we have to think about how we're doing this, wh where we're coming from, when we talk about who, who really was there, right? Like oh, for sure. And I would say that I would think I I I would say this. I can, I can see why somebody would say it's just like the uh, whatever was happening over the summer. It's just right. like the other protests. And I, I can understand what they are saying in the, the jump context. To conclusion. The context of of the thousands of people who marched on the Capitol, not thousands of people, you know, thousands did not storm the Capitol. You know, thousands marched in a peaceful protest, and then among them, agitators forced their way on the, led, into the you know, not an insurrection now so, so i can understand so what they're saying so when i think when some people say they're like no there were it's not weird that their kids were there because they thought they were there because this was just happened to be a presidential rally and the president said let's go down here they're i believe i can see why this i can under i appreciate it i appreciate and understand why they would so i actually argument. so i here is my thing I don't appreciate their argument. That is the truth. The people that were down there, I, you know what? They have the, there is no question. This was all over Parler. This was all over their social media. This was all over even Facebook. If you looked in the right places, the algorithms don't show you people that you don't agree with. But if you looked at actual people's, like, instead of blocking everybody, you looked at what they were saying, they were talking about taking out the entire federal government because Donald Trump didn't win. They were going to go in. They were going to lynch people. That They've been talking about this shit for months. This was what, what was going to happen if Donald Trump didn't win. I don't think it was as it is. It was a, I don't think it was as broad daylight obvious as that. Um, Dude, I honestly, it's it's like I literally. Plain as day at this point that these guys, it's all over their social media yes, accounts. And yes, stuff. those guys. But there were thousands of people there 
who had no idea who this. And here's what I but and here's I, how I, I like disagree it. with that. If you are, if we were to go to a march, which we have done, and among our group, people did something heinous and horrible, we would not want to be associated with that. I agree. I, I totally agree. And I, I think that's why. And I think that's why people are saying. And I think. Wait, wait, wait. So I think that's where that argument is born. Wait, from. That is where it's we, born from. We, but, you know, but listen, we we didn't. This isn't what we were here for. They, I don't. I disagree, though. What did that girl who was sobbing about getting maced, by the way? What was she saying? What was she screaming about? They were there right. to storm the Capitol and seize it because it's theirs. That's what they were yeah. there for. What I'm saying is that there were people there who were not standing all over capital property. There were people there who did who not hung back. They who did Maybe. not engage in the okay. blatant disrespect. Yes. And then, for, right, and they don't deserve to go so to jail. Or those, anything. I think, if you violated laws, if you broke, right, right. If, if you broke, there the were law. people who respected the barriers. There you go. Anyone who stepped foot beyond the barrier there you go. is the terrorist. Right. Is the one who gets arrested and charged with sedition. Yes. Sedition, sedition, man. That's what. You, that is how you do it. So that. So when I say I don't think I'm being naive, I'm trying to come from a place of compassion. So when I say I can see why they're saying that, and I can feel for them because there are people who did not break the barrier. There you go. And and there there were people that, who got and who just and when you get to that point, you can't expect anyone to turn away. That is a history. As soon as it was live streaming, many of us who have the opportunity in our workplaces right. stopped doing what we were doing and watching. It was a moment in American history. So they they recognized the boundary and stayed back. I agree. I actually, I wholeheartedly agree, right? Like, so for me, if I were in a place like that and somebody did start doing something like that, now me personally, because of who I am, I... I tend to fight back against that kind of thing. I always have. Like, I don't like anarchy. I don't. I don't like when people. You would get us all killed because it would be. I, I would. I, that, that is me. <laughs> I, 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 I want everybody to know that that I tend to. Are you with this guy? No, no, we don't. I, he I tend to fight, man. <laughs> like it, we rode the bus in together. When I feel well, when I feel there's an absolute wrong, right? Like there's a difference. Like there's. I wouldn't put myself in a situation where the whole point in being in Washington, D.C. for that was to stop the steal. The 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 shaman dude, the QAnon shaman guy. So here's the thing. I, I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't. He's the guy. So know anything about QAnon. Nothing. Right. See, and because this is my point, right? Like, this is thing. it because, right here. Because it's a conspiracy theory group. Like it is a. It is a and it is the most popular conspiracy theory that has ever existed in the United States. But my point is, so I did not realize, perhaps na na naively, uh, and I think that's where most of us are finding ourselves now, where we're at different levels of accepting it, but I think most of us are at the point where we, what was once looked at with the same eye as the whole the moon landing was faked and but it's just all part like, of it but that's what i'm saying <laughs> like, <laughs> like but like flat earth and shit like uh, uh, they're crazy the, <laughs> no one knew about the interconnection of them all like you know like that's dude i've been i don't know i've been following this shit for months well maybe you're a conspiracy theorist yeah I guess We're here's fascinated a, by them. Well, so I'm what I'm fascinated by was the idea that half the country didn't see what the other half of the country was doing out in plain sight. I mean, I don't know. I, they weren't hiding. You guys just ignore what you don't want to see. I don't. I, both of you, all, all, both sides. I don't even understand. Like, do, 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 well, no, no, do no. Everybody, does everybody think that because no, they, it they, is, they blocked you or you blocked them? No, no, no. They don't exist anymore? I think that what rational people saw who are not invested in, in following and reading it at the same level as you, because let's face it, you are invested into it at a different level than anyone. I think sure. that the most of us who consider ourselves rational human beings across both the entire spectrum 
when we saw that stuff and caught wind of that stuff, we cast it as because it was is lunacy. We cast it aside as being lunacy, not realizing that this lunacy and that lunacy over there and this lunacy down here and that other lunacy are all connected. And they just found out about this other lunacy that runs way deeper. We didn't see any well, of so that. that. So that was Q bringing it all together in no different way than the Nazis did. Right, like I can literally show you the exact Nazi propaganda that talked about the big Jewish conspiracy of global uh, pedophiles that you know wanted to steal your children. Oh, and, so you mean minus the word Jewish, the same thing that they just oh, tried it, to argue? No, I, I literally no. It's kind of weird. Like you could literally argument is exactly the same. It, it's kind of spooky. Would be a, an understatement because <laughs> because. The truth is, they just fucking took it, okay? Like, they, they went back, and they found a bunch of Nazi propaganda, and they said, yeah, okay, this'll work, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, like th that's what Q did. This is not even, like, you don't have to go that deep to figure out what he did. And so, I think that it exposed us all at our most disconnected moment. Yes, that's exactly what it did. And and you know who actually used that for years? Donald Trump. Because, and I remember I said it earlier, when Donald Trump came down that escalator, everybody thought that he was spouting crazy shit, right? Because he was crazy. And to us, he was crazy. But to everybody that nobody wants to talk to from our side, he was not crazy. He was dead on. And then for our, for folk, for, I would say, I would hope the majority, and I genuinely believe the majority of the people who voted for him just voted for him because they were like, well, fuck, he's the Republican. Gotta vote Republican. No, no. No, 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 no. Don't, do not think that. You think that there are 75 million I think there are 60 neo -Nazi million. Neo-Nazi... Yeah, not Nino. No, see, that's where that is the problem right there. But, Thinking that just because they voted for him, that means that everything that Donald Trump has ever said, they stand for. They didn't hear what Donald Trump said. They heard Fox News and their propaganda about what Donald Trump said. That's they, what I'm saying. The but, and that's what I'm saying. Now the cover is blown. But that doesn't. And that's what I'm saying. But, and that's what I'm saying. There are not. 75, not all 75 million of them are... They're not Trump supporters anymore, but they're sure as hell not going to go away from the Republican values that they hold support. Which is and fine. Dearly what, and, they, and they shouldn't. They should re remain Republicans. And, because the moment is now here where Republicans and Democrats, again, I have been telling my friends who are Republicans for years that their party had been hijacked by a... The, a significant okay. minority. Right. right. And I think now they're realizing oh, okay. that they so, need to... So we have that step. Point. We have that step. You're right. What do we do with it? I, I, oh, I, I, well, yeah. So I agree. So like, what now? What, what so, okay. Do? So we got a whole shitload of Republicans that realize Donald Trump is not a fucking savior. Big whoop-de-doo. We so, are still in the same fuck situation that we were four years ago, if not ten times worse because we just had four years of said Donald Trump. Right? Like, what do we do now that we know, okay, 75 million people said that Donald Trump was okay with them if, if Joe Biden was the option? That's what we have to look at. Well, yeah, and that means that each party needs to, as a political landscape, each party needs to look within its own self and say, there we go. Where are we now? Um, and it's not just the Republicans that need to do it. And it's not the, it's and I would even argue that the Green Party and that libertarians who are not who are third party options who are are but are they're considerable options. Right. They need they need to look at their they we all need to look at what especially local doing. races. Local so, races man get start and, getting and more I'm, people involved. Saying, I would love to see more Greens and Libertarians running in local races, but you don't see them because they're not running. Because they think that the only way to change everything is by starting from really big up.
But the truth is, you, you do kind of have to start at the bottom when you're going to change a whole fucking system. So, what we need to do then is, societally, I think we all need to take pause and realize that we're not paying enough attention to our neighbors. That That is the truth. And what can we, what can we do to better contribute to communities of strength and wellness? Uh, that's what we need to do as a society. Uh, at a political level, our parties need to decide what it is they stand for and where it is they have they're going to draw actually, the line actually i i it's not that i disagree i disagree in the idea of putting it in terms of party no and here's what i'm saying and so perhaps and most likely and what should happen is you'll see that politically the diversity of views starts to break apart the two giant parties that have spread that have become spread so there you go. so thin both of them that they can't effectively reach who they are trying to reach and then you end up with a party who's got like, here's the thing not every single millennial democrat thinks that AOC should even consider a run against Schumer. I know. Like, are you, right. If you're listening to this, AOC, what the fuck are you thinking? You think that two uh, terms? I know. Is, <laughs> it puts you on the top of the list. To, yeah, oh my God. Like, the Senate. So okay, I, agree, I, I agree. They're the adults, the motherfucker. They are like, the adults. No. You are not an adult yet. But she is, though. And she is not. She's, she's 28. She is not a senator. No, oh, I'm saying she's not a senator. She's not an adult. But, but no, no, hold on. Okay, so governmentally. Your words matter. But governmentally, no. That, that's So the lower house, the house, right? Like, And the upper house, the Senate. They are the, the Senate is considered the adults in the room. I, that's all I meant it by. I didn't mean it in terms of like who, like her age or I meant it in terms of they the people that are in the Senate are the ones that are actually supposed to have the guardrails, right? They were the ones who were actually supposed to convict Donald Trump. They were the, the Mitt Romneys. Right. right. And she's not there. I'm sorry, she could no, get there. No, but that's there, what I'm saying. But she is not there. That's what I'm saying. She's just not. And so my point being, I respect her and I I admire her work and I... Absolutely. Right. All wish her well. All I wish her well in her career. I hope that she continues to be a leader and grow and to to build a new voice for our nation because I think that that's necessary. But I think that that is best served in her current current seat. Just like I think Bernie Sanders belongs in the Senate and not in the cabinet. That's right. a little throwback uh, to a conversation yeah, we had earlier. But, but so my point is. <clears throat> She is significantly further to the left than I would consider myself. But I am not a... I am left of, left of center. Right. In that I still think... I I would put you there. In that I still think that universal health care is something we need to do, but we can't do it overnight. And to, to expect that it happens the moment we have control the way that we do now, uh, is foolhardy. A realist. You're you're becoming a realist. And so I, let's dream and let, but then let's realistically build within those dreams and continue to reach for success. You don't just become a CEO overnight, overnight, unless you have certain connections, but it's the idea that you don't climb the ladder or you have to climb the ladder. You don't just start at the top for most anyone. Yeah, no, that's true. You got you got to fail a lot. I mean, I, like honestly, it, failing is what um, what makes you into being able to be able to do it in the first place, right? Like, there is no question that America, we're doing exactly what every child would. We're failing constantly, and then we're getting back up dusting ourselves off and moving on, right? Like that's what this was. This was growing pains, man. This was us falling off our bike, skinning our knee, 
realizing that holy shit, and honestly, this could have been a lot worse. And a lot worse. And that's why I say, as a society, I think we need to be looking after our neighbors. Not there. You go. Not being, not looking over their shoulder. Not yeah. trying to tell there them to go. do. But just I'm not your judge. Caring about their well-being as much as you care about the well-being of those you love. Yeah. Uh, because we have become, and part of it is the fact that we live in a digital society. Um, but, uh, even though our brains can operate in a digital society, we still need human contact and our spirits still need relationship. And when we yeah. lock ourselves away from our neighbors so that we can't even tell you what their names are, we end up in this situation. I, you know? I have, I have, uh. I've been trying to ask people when I, when I've haven't spoken to them in quite a while, I, I, I just straight up ask them, when is the last time you had a long conversation with somebody that you know is of the other political party? Most people, it's pretty rare, right? Like, and it was rare before this, right? Like it, it just, people don't. And, and the truth is, most people don't even realize they're having conversations with somebody of the other party. The fact, like, a lot of people don't talk about politics. They don't talk about who they're going to vote for. They don't talk about any of it, right? And I think that the whole idea, I think the reason why we are, that stupid-ass old adage, the things you don't talk about in polite company and at the dinner table are religion politics and religion. But I think that's the yeah. kind of stuff you need to talk about more. I agree, actually. I mean, I, because I, if yeah. we're talking about it, then we're able that that's the dialogue that. And here's the thing: we stopped talking. We we did. Uh, we broke our own. We code. Yes. We broke our society because we stopped talking to each other. Well, we didn't break it. We bent it, right? Like we're we're not we're not broken. We're just bent, right? Like, all right, all right. That's fair. We we can do this. We can fix it. We, oh, and it's actually it's and been done think, before. I actually it's think been we done can. Before. I will say this that um that I had a lot of respect for um all of the leaders who spoke the night that the House and the Senate reconvened. Not all of them. No, I the one the the, the ones who spoke at the beginning of the. <laughs> Who had their who had the, their moments? The ones the, we the real watched. the real leaders, the ones that came after and decided to still contest an election. No, no, but listen, no, I'm not talking about that so much. Elise Stefanik, that's you, by the way. New York 21st, that's you. That's you. I mean, seriously, betrayer. But anywho, um, Rhino. But I'm talking just, just straight Rhino. But but I'm talking about is. The leaders of the parties. Uh, I think that Speaker Pelosi spoke very well. Oh, I think that I, I, yeah. I think that the House Majority Leaders, <laughs> considering the way the day turned out, um, both spoke well. Um, but I will say that I was most moved by Lindsey Graham. Yeah, and you want to know what it is? It's because. And if, if he if he duped me, then he's a damn good actor. And sir, you need to resign. And just he did to cry when he he did he, cry wishing Joe Biden a happy birthday a few years ago, and then went on this tirade about him being like a pedophile but, criminal. So I'm, I, I'm not sure he is a pretty damn good actor. What I'm saying is, it was since it was sincere. Like that man's heart was breaking. He had bought into a hook, line, and sinker, I think, like, a lot of people had. I don't... I, and I think that when no, it hit the fan nope. and the, it got to its nope. worst, you think that he is just I, part of the ploy, the play? I, I, I straight up, Lindsey Graham, I, he is the one politician that I am most disgusted with. I think, no, I am... I, and honestly, it's because of that. I think, no, you think it, that was a, a moment of disgust? Oh, I, I, so for I me. I thought that it was, it you know was what? what a lot of people needed to see. Oh, I agree with that a whole, wholeheartedly. The idea that what he did so in that moment. saving his career. 
I, I think he is an actor. It was I think a death he, spiral, I, and that was him trying to save his career. I, I actually think he kind of planned on doing this stuff right from the beginning. Did, so everybody needs to go back and hear the kinds of stuff that he was actually saying about Donald Trump before the election. And then listen to what happened right as soon as he got the, the um, nomination. Well, he's a succubus. He needs to be as close to the, right. pa- the focus of so power as he is, can be. My point is, years ago, he's doing a, a film literally blubbering about how good of a person he knows Joe Biden to be. I mean, you're talking... So Joe Biden, John McCain, and Lindsey Graham were... were the tight people in the Senate, right? Like, well, I mean, they 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 were in it together forever, right? So John McCain and Joe Biden were as close as any two senators have probably ever been. Oh right? yeah, like, personally, those guys were best friends. Best friends, right? So Lindsey Never Graham rarely agreed, but so, best friends, right? Lindsey Graham was literally the protege of John McCain before John McCain died. Lindsey Graham puppy dogged him. Literally everywhere he went, Lindsey Graham was up his ass. I, I I mean, there is no other way to explain it. It was almost as if... So you think he's, like, made a career just hitching his wagon to whoever... I, I actually think he, he made a political gamble, right, to hitch his ride because he knew the Republican Party was going down the, the Trump path. And he said, you know what, I might as well use it for what it's worth. And now that everything ended up blowing up, and some of it, I'm sure, was him in his mind thinking, well, I got to go with him because if I don't, there's going to be a war. I, I actually believe that. I believe that there were probably some Republican senators that realized he got the nomination. Then he won. What the fuck are we going to do now? We have to let this, we have to keep letting this go because they were never going to get two thirds of the Senate to actually convict him. It wasn't going to happen. I think well, that. I mean, at least. As far as Senate Republicans are they, concerned, there was one of who who did not let Trump ruin his integrity, and that is uh, the good senator from Utah, Mr. Mitt Romney. I might not politically agree with him, but I genuinely believe him to be a John McCain type of leader. Oh. He is a John McCain type of Republican. When I think He's of a real Republican, I say when I think of Republicans, and I think of the Republicans I know who I work side by side with, who I love because they're a part of my community. I think of people like Mitt Romney and John McCain, yep. and it's that we don't agree, but you know what? We're still humans, and let's have a let's have a backyard barbecue, or let's like it's our community. We're going to take care of it. We don't have to agree with each other on everything. Yep. I just I I think that there are a few senators in in very specific terms that made absolute deals with the, the devil and had no question the ability to come out long before now. You mean Ted Cruz and his 11? Oh, no, no, I'm not. Actually, those people, that, there's a difference on what I think of them and what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that... <coughs> uh, <laughs> so those seem like souls sold to the devil. Oh, oh no, 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 no. To me, that... No, no. <laughs> They are those. <laughs> no, no. Souls they are the devil. You silly goose. Open your eyes. Like uh, so, there there was a group of senators. Your Murkowski's and um, what's her name from Maine? There, Collins. Collins. That that just decided. Well, you know what? I I, I don't I don't know how to fight. But I don't know how to fight. They this. gave up. They did. Right, like, is, and, and they just decided that their their being senator was more important than than the idea of sticking up for what's right. Now, I don't know who was right and who was wrong because what really irritates me is that Olymp- you know, like these people could have lost their elections, and they would have lost it to a Democrat, right? Like, so they could have come out and been truly, you know, like good patriots. They would have just lost their job for a little bit. But I guarantee. But their polls would have been their ratings would have been higher than now, right? So they they did a short term decision, trying to play a long term chess game. Right. Exactly. Right. Like I. I I mean. So, so maybe so maybe then um, (laughs) maybe Vice President Pence made a 
short. He he made a big investment on a short term game <laughs> because he knew at some point he would be president. Pence. It, he just was hoping it was going to be, be more than four days. But he's not going to be president. If they do impeach him, it'll be actually after the proceedings won't be until after they, they he, won't be after he leaves the office. But can well they'll begin before he leaves the office, but they won't end. They will can never you, convict him in the Senate with uh, Mitch McConnell. It doesn't matter leader. conviction. Even do you even think that well now Mitch McConnell's not the leader? Who cares? Now after January twentieth, he's not the leader. Oh god damn it! That's right. Oh, we still have to wait until. Yes. Got, oh my god! Everybody, the world is still on fire. Oh, this doesn't oh. change yet. God dude. damn it! Oh. We just realized that we could take a step back and sing Kumbaya together, and then we no. just jumped right back into the <laughs> goddamn the, fire. So most of the cabinet just left. So the, the idea of no. the 25th Amendment so is, is a little hard. It, because it, it just is. Well, and so here's the thing. I'm not even sure it's necessary. You know what, though? Well, here's... No, I think... I'll get to that, but first I'm going to say this. I think that Mnuchin and... Uh, who is it? Mnuchin and Pompeo? Yeah. I don't know much about Mnuchin, but Pompeo is a is one of those, like, old guard career politicians, I think, who got oh, caught up in the whirlwind. He was a house... Yeah, he you was know, a house guy. He got caught up in the whirlwind. But I will say this. I have immense respect for the both of them for actually leaking. Because, let's face it, you can meet to talk about anything. You don't... You, so many intentions. The fact that we so many knew you were meeting yeah, to so talk about the 25th Amendment... Um, and you know what that was? I, and I really do believe but here's the thing, that was them actually just trying to let the country know that, hey, if this goes any farther, he's gone. But that's the thing, though. And what, so, and that's why I say what we need is we need to have that discussion. And then if it doesn't happen, then we do need to start the proceedings even before. Because here's the thing. Even after he's, after he's out of office, we're fucked anyways. Mm. We need to, what the country needs to know here, what we need to be able to say is there is a line that you cannot cross. Yeah. You know, there is freedom of expression. There are certain right to carry laws in various districts, but you have to respect those various districts laws. You know, those, there are lines. You might not always agree with what's happening, but there are lines that you do not cross. And among those lines is sedition. And when you know what happens, you know when it becomes sedition? When you, corrupt and defile and destroy the United States Capitol, this this building that for most people around the world has become this symbol of how, how a democracy works. And that's what a, we dropped the ball as a society. We got lazy. That's what I was uh, way back when. Because when we but started, I still think this is democracy. When we, but that's <laughs> this it, is democracy. But that's it. We need, we had to have a wake up call. Holy shit, we got I mean, lazy. I, with we were expecting them to carry the ball. They've been carrying it for a long time. We're a fucking garbage fire. What happened? Oh, that's right. We stopped doing our job. Right. I think that... So I think that's why, even though Donald Trump got more votes this time than last time, it's that that many more people came out. Like, that many more millions of people came out from everywhere. Yeah. Because it mattered, and they knew we were in trouble, and they realized, oh, oh, we're we, something's not right. We didn't know how bad it was, but we knew something wasn't right, and it had to end. And then, at the end of the day, even Republicans who were voting for him and pushing for him still believed had they. I think that they, you know, they believed they bought into the idea that we were this corrupted party. Um, because we stopped talking to each other, uh, and we, we stopped, use the same and language. we stopped talking about yeah. politics together. My father tells me gets all, angry. My father tells me all the time that my great grandfather, my Pepe, he would have loved me. He died before I was born, and it's because I can go for hours and talk politics. And he and I were pol are pol politically opposites. Like he is a, I'd like to consider myself a classic Democrat. I feel like. An FDR Maybe. Democrat. Yeah, so then I guess that would be more of a progressive Democrat. Yeah. I'm a progressive Democrat. And my grandfather was the kind of, like, Eisenhower Republican. There you go. You know? And so... But you know, the two of them got along 
real well. <laughs> and in today's time, we see that in, like, well, we saw that in the friendships that, that you know, now President-elect Biden, Biden had McCain. with Senator McCain. When they actually got some stuff done. That I will also tell you that President, the President's Bill Clinton, Democrat, Barack Obama, Democrat, and George Bush, Republican, have managed to find they're all such chums. Like, I know. Yeah. And maybe, <laughs> and you know what? Maybe serving, maybe, maybe that's something, you know? Maybe by at the end of it, at the end of it, you're like, shit. Except for Donald Trump because he is crazy. But at the end <laughs> of it, maybe you're like, you know. I, it's what That's a lot like, of work. To- a lot of people were very disrespectful to Bush. Like, very disrespectful. And I hope that this brings some people back to that idea of he was trying to make the best decisions. So if you I, think if you think Donald Trump went really far to the right, right, think about the idea that the same exact people that Donald Trump was goading and, and, and riling up, George Bush got to vote for him and kept completely at bay. Right? Like, he was able to keep, to keep that fervor from building up so badly that it broke out the same way that it did now, right? Like, because this is a constant battle. Every president is having to do this. And I think the difference here, and I think what we needed, um, I think we needed this Donald Trump moment. We did. I think that, I think that we needed it. Because this was cathartic. a rational America wouldn't have said Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton. In fact, a rational America did not say Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton. Uh, they did electorally. Elector- electorally, which brings is a completely different ball of wax. We're which trying is to why keep this Donald to Trump is our president. Exactly. He but is my, our president. He's our president. My, my point is that we went off the rails. We started yeah. to get a little... We started... I love... The show, The West Wing. I did not watch it when it originally aired. I was too young. I watched it in syndication. I've never. Actually, I don't even think I watched it in syndication. I think I straight up Netflixed it. That's yeah. <laughs> still the same thing. In some I ways. might be an old millennial, but I'm still a millennial. <laughs> but my point is that it's a really great show. It's great entertainment, and there are great moments that do inspire me. Moments that definitely play to, like, the liberal bravado, if you will. Right. That era... So, I would say that was, like, mid-90s into early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. That era, that transition, the, the, the end of... I think it was from the the height of the Clinton years. Or the bottom, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Well, I mean, <laughs> even after the impeachment nonsense and all that Which stuff. Which was 98 that, and he was out in 2000. So, so, you know what I mean? Like, it really wasn't all that long in between. Right. The time that they but, like, I mean, but to s- stop to think about, though, like, that was the bottom then. He yeah. got a BJ. I know. <laughs> that was the bottom. Which, that's what we all, which like, most <laughs> Americans, which on. I guarantee you, at least 75% of Americans would say, who the fuck cares? Okay, and you I know? Want, okay so I want everybody to think about this. Bill Clinton actually did preside over the largest economic expansion in human history, by the way. like So that is statistical. Yeah, there, no, he there, was a great, there, Bill Clinton was a great president. But he went out on what the Republicans call the, the worst moment in modern uh political history, right? Bill Clinton getting the PGA from Monica Lewinsky, like impeached the president over it, all of that right. shit, right? Like, but that but, but Donald some... Trump, right, is going out on the idea that he incited people to take over our capital. Right. So here's the deal, ready? Think That's about this. Amazing. This might sound a little this it. might sound a little conspiracy theory, but that is the moment that it began. That is when the Republican Party started taking a harder, moralistic, biblical, literalist turn. Yes. And it it became significantly more focused on social conservativeness versus 
true New political conservativeness, New- you know? I think that's when it began. And so, because if you watch that show, and if you watch that show, I love that show, by the way, but if you watch that show, really every character has a little bit of like a swagger. And because it was when the Democrats were able to say, fuck you, <laughs> what else you got, you know? So... Right. But also, it had endearing moments in its wonderful show, and it's brilliantly written. Aaron Sorkin writes great shows. If any of you happen to hear this, know that I adore you all. Those are the Raging Cajun days, man. But, so my point is, I think it (laughs) happened then, because I don't really remember politics. Obviously, it doesn't play too much of a role in your childhood. But then 9-11 happened. It, see, that's the whole thing. I, that's not me. I and so It's not my world. And I think, but the thing is, though, I think what happened is in that span of time, like, when your parents, there's a, a divide between, like, your parents' generation and my parents' generation. How, your parents, I believe, are older than mine. How old are your parents? 56 and 53. Yeah, so at least a decade. Yeah, right. A so, sixty-nine. So and so, I have, I have, and like, like I have aunts who are like older, like that. But my point is that, like, that was, and maybe, and we also grew up poor. We that we didn't, we were. So I think that everybody's per, grow, upbringing matters because in our household, people who have money vote. Politics and we were poor and we didn't. That didn't matter. We were watching. How do you think people with money keep their money? Well, and they they did a damn good <laughs> job. But you know, kudos to my parents because they and were like, "Shit, we got to get these." They they made education number one priority, and that's that's how we climbed okay. up out of there. But my point is, oh, I lost my point now. Oh, it was that the, the idea that most in that era, like. Is when it started, and like, that's when it became like. I can tell you, JFK was pretty cocky. Mm. That, oh, that was saying, real liberal. Well, I'm saying bravado. we all. That's I mean, probably I just, where. But I'm saying there is a liberal bravado. You know? Oh, and there listen, is. Listen, I love Bill Clinton. <laughs> I oh. do not find him in any way physically appealing, but that man has got some swagger. He really does. Like, gee, see, he has got some. He really, yeah. Swagger. He's, it's just one of those. And it's that little, because he can think sell about a little it. bit of ketchup to a woman in a white dress, right? Like that's, that's the idea. He's, he's got, he's got a smooth talk to him. He just does. He moves in, in a way that he's confident. Yes. Sure. But I get, he earned his bravado. I mean, he earned that bravado. I mean, really? Uh, I mean, by the technical terms of bravado, don't like you, anybody. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, being like bravado, which I know like is horrible and machismo oh, at all. Bravado, it's all horrible. Depending on how you use it, no, that's not true. It's not all horrible. Bravado. Bravado can be used in a way that's that's to protect other people too, right? Like it doesn't it doesn't have to be in terms of like. Okay, I see what you're saying. He put on a bra- so like putting on the brave face, like putting on a a yeah. brave bravado. Okay, yeah. So you can manipulate it. So. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. But so think about who Bill Clinton is. Okay. Right. At the time, well, at the end, he wasn't the most progressive, but he had given, he, Bill Clinton kind of lit the fire in the modern, it's hard to say modern because to me, that was, that was my childhood, you know, and it wasn't that long ago. Like, so it's, anyway, like, so he kind of lit a little bit of a progressive fire, you know, and Hillary Clinton was a rock star. He was elected 26 years ago. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, okay. So he was an old school rock star who just became a career politician. No, I'm sorry, 28 years ago. You're right. I'm sorry. Do you know what I was doing, though? I was thinking about him at the beginning of his career when he was that, like, stunning. Arca- yeah, the Arkansas um, well, governor. Well, whip- whippersnapper. Um, but anyway. <laughs> that's funny. I'm just saying, you look at a man like him, and by the definition of bravado, I feel like having the United States Senate say, oh, I'm sorry, you were impeached. Now we have to decide if you're guilty of X, Y, and Z because you lied about getting a BJ, and is a BJ technically sex? And all that nonsense. Let's, let's, bring, let's bring in the dress. 
afterward, he got afterward he had to be like, "That's right, did it." The world found out, got away with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that is just and the truest. Did he get away with it though? That man is gonna go down in history as a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> like he, uh, he. I would like to hope that there are true art progressives like myself who recognize him as a party elder and will always recognize him as a party elder and will teach our, your children he was about just, the vast. I, I shouldn't have used that term. I'm sorry. But he definitely had this, uh, this way of kind of getting himself out of things that he probably should have taken no. a little bit of. Oh, that motherfucker is a smooth talker. Uh, right, like, I mean, right, like, no, I'm not saying. I am not saying. I'm not saying that he does that. He's not a mischief maker. But I'm also not saying he's an immoral go. person. Right? No, no, no. I, I actually right. Like he, he was. He didn't have a sex ring in a fucking pizza parlor. Okay. And you know like, what? Yeah, that's, even that if, didn't happen. And you know what? Even if he did have a sex ring in a pizza parlor, as long as everything was safe, clean, well, and legal. Was, they supposedly they said it was children. Okay, so I, children I, you know I mean? is not like, legal. I'm the whole saying, pedophile thing. I'm and saying if it is safe, clean, and legal, and consenting, there you um, go. Consenting. then go ahead. Do it. I don't care. That does not make you an immoral person or an amoral person. You can be a moral person and still be very much in touch with your sexual experiences and learn how to make some GD money at it. That's true. That's true. Anywho. Um, yeah. So. So what do we do from here? What do we do? So for me. Okay. Yeah, I guess way too. I'm like, I thought we were going to talk imme- like immediate steps. And then when I thought we were going like, like philosophical steps, I just ran. Yeah, guess, no, 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 no. It was good to do a little philosophical. Because I do have but very, I am, very immediate steps. Well, so for me, it is just about that idea of trying to, trying to understand where the other side is coming from. Like, I I get why both sides are angry. I do. I understand it because I see what it is that there, there's a little bit of truth always in, in what sure. the, the extreme is screaming about, right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I completely agree. You know, like, so right now, the, the key is rather than, than screaming at each other about Donald Trump or about what's happened in the last four years, because honestly, we do that. We're never going to get anywhere. Literally never going to get anywhere. Like I the, right now has been one of those times where everybody's going to have to get out there. They're they're bitching and we're going to have to go to work January 20th. It, it's one of those things where we've got to start as community members putting out people to run that aren't just going to tow the party line. Right? Like, yes, that's the key. We, and I keep saying, let's I want focus to run. on term limits. I keep saying I want to do it and I want, and then I back away and then I think I'm good and then make no, and then I really almost, which, so what, where are you going to run? You want to run against the lease? I do not have the kind of money time or swagger to because regardless of what just happened she's still a juggernaut i don't have what it i don't have those connections you know it's because you know what's going to happen and i'll tell you this patrick stewart navigated it beautifully there are people who have put in a lot of hard work and i'm not necessarily saying that it matters tell you what the people that have put in a lot of hard work for years with the democratic party will never win up here and so, if you've ever worked for the Democratic right, Party, but, it's just not going to happen. But that's why we got Tedra Cobb. Again, my point being, I consider myself a pure, like a a genuine progressive who stands just left of center, or just left of left of center, in between the left of center and the and the like the most liberals, like the the most extreme, like. I consider I feel like right. a bridge between the two ideals, and that's why I can see both sides. And I voted for a teacher because I everything she stands for, I stand for. But I think that she also is part of this old democratic machine, the the the, the, the money machine. Like she that's came what out. She's of, part of. She came out of nowhere. She didn't do any sort of. Le- the first time she ran, I had no idea who she was. Right. She came out of nowhere, and then I'm like, oh, 
she's the Democratic candidate. Okay, I've got it. Because, because until then, I was like, Patrick Nelson all the way. This guy is awesome. And I really was excited. I had hoped that he would be my new state senator, and I'm really sad that Daphne Jordan got it, but what are you going to do? Um, and by a massive amount. I know, but the fact is I had hope. That's what matters. And and also, I accept that she won, and she is my state senator. She is, right? Like so. If she think, disappoints me, I will make my disappointment my is, known. So, if she makes me, if she does something I agree with, I will make that known. You know? You know what? That's I, the way, I think that's what we all need to do. You know, I, I, I try to follow other politicians i actually follow Lisa stefanik a little bit right and i follow what the people that that are supporting her are saying and honestly most of them realize that she's exactly what what we say she is i think you know what every one of them says though if the democrats put up another person like tedra cobb he'll never win so i'm just gonna run because i'm not like tedra cobb the question is, though. I mean, I think I'd be great, but do I belong on that side of the? And actually, I, I'm I'm with you. I, but that's me. I, I don't know. What you, you gonna you gonna work my campaign? Knock on doors? I don't think I'm allowed to do that. I run a nonprofit. So. So how could I work for you too? No, I wouldn't pay you. You'd be volunteering. Oh well, yeah, I don't volunteer. That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker knows I am seriously considering should I actually make a run for something. And this motherfucker's over here encouraging me to make a run for United States Congress. No, I I think you should run for uh, at least Moreau Town Board. Oh no, I think you should Board of Education. You think I should run to take Do you think I should run for to take do you think is Carrie Warner going to want run next? Oh, I hope so. I love her. Where else will she go? Well, no, I just wasn't sure. Is she going to run? I, I don't know. I, why are you asking? Did you hear something? No, I. that's why I was asking you. I think Julia can edit that part out. I don't I don't know. I, I don't think it really matters. Well, now we just sound like stoners. If I'm legitimately going to run... <laughs> Listen, you know what, guys? Fuck it. If I run, I don't give a goddamn... I have a card from the state of New York that says it is okay for me to smoke marijuana. So I don't give a gosh darn thing what anybody has to say about that. Because it doesn't affect my ability to take care of my community. Do you know what kind of past Donald Trump has? Right, but you also know that Donald Trump is an exception to the rules. Okay, do you know why Donald Trump is an exception to the rules? Because he owned it. That's right. Oh! Oh! Oh, but that shows that it can go the other way and you don't have to be an evil narcissist to just own who you are and... That was really beautiful, man. It really... I mean, it's the truth. It's like... Look at him coming in with just really great sentiments. And I think we're going to end on that note. You know what? I, you know what? Not even doing a lit bit. We are ending on that one. Because we promised your wife... That we would get it at an hour, and we're just about there. So, okay, your uh, so a a farewell at the very least. Do you want to do your lit bit real fast? No, no, no. no. This is just straight up. Please come check out our website, millionreasonstovote.org. Our Facebook page, all of that, and I, I don't. I am, I am hopeful for the future. That's it for me. I, I just, I am hopeful. If you genuinely listened to this and found yourself nodding along here and there, though there are moments of silliness, these are our genuine feelings. And so if you do agree, then be a part of the movement and check it out. Because we think we have more in common with each other and the world than we do As far as our differences, I screwed that up. But the point is, we have a lot in common, guys. We can work together. We can. And we can... Compromise doesn't make us weak. Compromise makes us realistic. Let me say this, too. Ben Sass, look up his speech if you haven't heard it. I will just end on his quote. We cannot do big things together if we think of other Americans as our enemy. 